money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, that's good because this is the show where we talk about the hard issues around money. And I'm here with my wife, Reb, and my name's Dave. And welcome to the show, all you who have been listening and listening and supporting and sharing and downloading podcasts. If you do need to find the, uh, the show archive shows, you can find them on morethanenough.ca or chri.ca. Those websites have the, the show with a player, so you just hit play and go. Um, or you can download it on your favorite podcasting platform. There you go. All the housekeeping is there done. There you go. I, I was just, I had two thoughts while you're going on and on, like, you know, you yeah. do. Yeah. Like I do. Like, well, no. Know, one I, of these days I'll let you do that. So. No, because I'll mess it up. Anyway, I was thinking of Serena assaulting us this morning and saying, why are you guys always talking about money? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about some clients this morning before at breakfast, I guess, and it was quite funny. And then I was thinking of my friend Janet. I walked into her house the other day, and who was she listening to but us on wow. a podcast on her phone? There we go. It's like, wow, that's pretty so great. that's like deja vu, right? I don't so. know. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. Anyway. So just so you know, yes, we do always talk about money. Uh, uh, that's just, <laughs> apparently, that's now... The, the thing in our in our household so apparently uh, well we've got true. ray bork on the show with us <laughs> and ray, ray you are a regular ray is the the uh, although we, ministry. we skipped a month i it was my fault i didn't schedule him in okay. in, in april so well, you're still yeah. a regular okay we skipped yeah, him, but he's still a regular <laughs> welcome to the show ray thank you uh, ray is the ministry dr- a coordinator for um financial we, discipleship canada i think he should introduce himself because we never get the title right just well, saying uh, that's what he was I'm pretty close there. Yeah. <laughs> that's what i'm gonna call no, he's, it's so. a liaison there's yeah, a liaison. Min- ministry and liaison. church liaison oh there you go with, with so, financial discipleship canada. he does lots there of talking yes. so that's why we have him on the show go to <laughs> notmine.ca and you can learn all about him you yes, don't know anything but i must say i don't think i since since the big news that dave was ordained this march i I'm now in the room with two pastors. I don't know if I can handle this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Careful there now. So, although on, on that note, I did. The kids have said, you know, what do we? Can we call you Pastor Dad or Pastor Dave? And and I said, no. You kids can call me Father. Father Dave. Anyway, anyway. There One you more go. housekeeping. Just uh, yeah. you, uh, for those of you who've been listening, you know that we have sponsors of the show. These are just uh, friends who believe and and want to get the message of hope and freedom around finances out and that's that's a big deal uh there's lots of moving pieces in finances if sometimes you you read the financial times and lots of discouragement and and yet there we have some great friends and supporters who say 
we want to get the message of hope and freedom out around finances and and crosspoint financial is one of those so the folks at uh van brent vandermeer's office and crosspoint their whole goal is to give wisdom and guidance around the investment side of it so thank you people at Crosspoint, and thank you for listening. So Okay, so what we're going to talk about today is actually around uh, conversations about money. Speaking mm-hmm. of, you, we always talk yeah, about well. money in our house, but how do we start? How do you, as a person listening, start a conversation with your spouse or your kids or maybe your church or your pastor? Uh, mm-hmm. You're interested in talking about money, but there's a lot of shame and discouragement maybe around that and you've never done it before. So we're going to try and help you today figure out how to talk about money because apparently we do it all the time. <laughs> but um, I wanted to read, if you had, if you have your phone or whatever, turn to First Timothy 6. And if you're um, driving, don't. Don't do that if you're driving. <laughs> yeah. And I, I really would love to read the whole thing, but I'm not going to. This is the passage where Paul is... Um, giving his final encouragements to Timothy, who was um, a a young man he Mm -hmm. mentored, who was raised in the faith. And it's that famous verse, now godliness with contentment is great great gain. That's verse 6. It talks about um, the commands to the rich in verse 17. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Let them do good that they be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come, that they may lay hold of eternal life. And then he ends with this, O Timothy, guard what was committed to your trust. Avoid the profane and idle babblings and contradictions of what is falsely called knowledge. By professing it, some have strayed concerning the face faith. Man, I can't speak today. Oh my goodness. So some have strayed concerning the faith. Grace be with you. Amen. And I read this passage and I thought, here he is admonished at the end to guard what has been committed to him. And in the word of God, we're given this rich wealth and wisdom of God's ways around money. And finances and possessions. And when I read that, I was, you know, we come out of these verses about um, verses to the to the rich, mm-hmm. you know, he's admonishing them to be generous and not proud, not to trust in uncertain riches, but to trust in God. And then he says, just commit what you commit to guard what you've been entrusted with mm-hmm. and avoid idle chatter. And because we're talking about conversations today around money, sometimes there can be a lot of idle chatter around money. Mm -hmm. We can um, say a lot of things that don't um, include the wisdom of God. We can gravitate to what the world says is wise and how we handle things. But what does the Lord really tell us? What is he entrusted to us about money and possessions and where our hearts are regarding those things and to guard it? So that's really why I picked those verses today. I know maybe I'm taking them a little out of context. I'm sure Paul's not thinking, well, t- when you talk about money, mm-hmm. make sure you know idle babblings. Mm-hmm. But I figured it was really appropriate for what we're talking about today. 
Yeah, perfect. And and again, true to form, if anybody who's listened to the show before, we love how you take verses and make them apply to money. <laughs> but, but it's about the heart and the verses before it are really clear. And if Absolutely. you think those verses aren't around commanding to the rich, we are rich. Our mm-hmm. whole nation is rich. So we as Canadians need to take those verses before it to heart that we do good, that we don't get proud and that we don't trust in the uncertain riches because they can be gone. Well, and that, you know, again, when we when we talk about how do we just begin the conversation, I don't know, Ray, if if you have this in in your circles and as you do it, but the hardest part is is always the beginning, right? Mm-hmm, you know, it's right. like, okay, how do I introduce this? You know, if it's mm-hmm. between spouses and you're like, honey, we really need to talk about money. Well, you know, for me, if I if you say that to me, Reb, I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll do that three weeks from next Tuesday. Thank you very much, and I'll go do whatever, right? So, you know, any any tips, Ray, on on you know how do you, how do you do that without scaring the 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 person you want to talk about money, even if it's you know somebody like a pastor or something like that, where you're like, I I just need. S- some wisdom, but where do I go? Who do I talk to? Um, and how do you start that conversation? I think that's a real challenge. I know, you know, within my relationship with Arlene, we, you know, typically, um, you know, set a money date where mm-hmm. that's kind of the time where we're committed to actually talk about things. But there, I mean, there are other moments too where you're kind of making a discussion about major purchase, that kind of stuff. And that's not often in the context of a money date, but. Just like, you know, we have to make a decision around this. Do you have a few minutes? Let's just chat about um, yeah. how we want to, yeah. even even when um, suddenly we feel the sense of the Lord just kind of speaking to our heart, one of us will just say, you know what, I just, um, can I, do you have a few minutes? Because mm-hmm. I think that's part of it is for mm-hmm. us is just so we got each other's attention when we're actually posing the question to Correct. hear. And I think to discern correctly, it's like usually those times are like, well, I just really felt from the Lord I, I, we should be giving in this area. Mm-hmm. It may have been a meeting that one of us have had or yeah. some need came to our attention. And so then it's like, okay. So I think we have enough comfort with each other mm-hmm. to navigate that kind of stuff. I think I, I look back in some of my other friends and I think, hmm. You know, it feels like there's taboos to it. Right. It's like you're asking a very personal question. Mm-hmm. When you start talking about money and even how to frame it so that they don't go into defensive posture, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the challenge yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that, and that, that's exactly what we're talking about. You know, honey, I need to talk about money. Well, right away, it's like, okay, what did I do wrong? And, and, you know, all of those things. And sometimes that's not the intent of the ask. Uh, I know certainly from our coaching, the idea of, you know what, we are going to establish a, a time, a half an hour a week, where you both are agreeing and intentionally saying, you know, this is the time where we're going to talk about money. Um, and that is very helpful because both of you agree ahead of time. It becomes part of the schedule. And, and I know that that's one of the ways that when we're working with the clients that we coach, it, it really, there's, it's a non-negotiable. We both agree that this is important and we need to talk about it. Navigating what that conversation looks like, sometimes that's a, a whole different deal. But again, for us, keeping it to a half an hour Okay, we only, you know, that's it. We're stopping now. We might have to have another one next week, but the reality is is that's where it is and and you know, you know, kind of figuring that out as as you go along. Right? So you're you're both saying create an intentional time to talk about it. 
and and you have to gauge and and if you have an idea and you want to talk about it, if the kids are screaming and your wife's making supper, it might not be the time to come and talk to her no, about a financial decision. Right. Yeah. And we use Unless that. you want her just to say no. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, no, no. Right? Uh, yeah, because uh, I was just thinking of that halt. If you're hung- hungry or angry or lonely or tired, it's mm-hmm. probably not the greatest. That, that's a tip we that's give our clients. That's where you halt and you say, I'm yeah. not talking money, right? And, and and giving each other the freedom to have that moment and say, you know what, I know we planned for this tonight, but I didn't sleep last night. The kids were up or, mm-hmm. you know, it's just been or somebody's sick in the house and you just know, you know what, maybe now is not the time. If you know, especially at the beginning, because when you're just learning to talk about money with your spouse, um, uh, or with yourself even, there's just moments when you know, okay, this is not going to work because yeah. it's hard because mm-hmm. there is defensive postures. There is trying to figure out because I remember early on with David and I, you know, we say you got to drop the boxing gloves at the door when you're going to talk about it. You're not there to say you are really bad with money and you messed up last week. You're there more to say, okay, uh, and I chose, have always chosen to use the we, you know, if David made a choice or I made a choice that was not in the plan or we didn't talk together about it, we still own it together. And that's a real big paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. You know, you own it. You're one as a married couple. You own like, OK, w- we have this issue because there's something on the visa, mm-hmm. even though you're not, you know full well who of you put it there. But that doesn't help. You want to look forward. David always says that to our clients. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a forward-looking thing. Mm-hmm. You're laying the ground rooms, right? Yeah. I mean, you're you're not casting judgment, and you're not laying blame and speaking with accusatory tone. I think some of those ground rules are really critical to yeah. talking about a very sensitive issue. And, which and is I'm, I'm going to kind of pull them back a little bit. You, you talked about ground rules, and I think I really want to highlight that, that there's a lot of self-talk that goes yeah, on as yeah, well, yeah. right? We, we, we were talking about mm-hmm. couples a minute mm-hmm. ago, yeah. but if you're single, uh, the voices that are going through your head about money, you're picking those up from the culture around you, from your, your past, your history, your family. You know, all of these voices are actually rumbling around in your head. So there's a lot of self-talk that is destructive or just isn't good. And, uh, you know, I will say, you know, in doesn't matter if you're a couple or you're single, going back to Scripture and saying, okay, what actually does Scripture say about money and possessions? And, and you know, the number one thing, and we can say this straight up, is, is we don't want that to come between us and our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So, again, if our eyesight and our focus is on dollars and cents and money and, and, and all of that, then it's distracted from being on the father and we got to pull that back so you know being conscious of that self-talk that goes on too in our own heads of what what is that around money and how that plays out so Mm -hmm. well then i have that question while you're saying that how many of us are actually talking to the lord about money Mm -hmm. and i would say very few of us i you know on a regular basis do i talk about that Mm, i don't think so 
but it's there. I'm aware mm-hmm. of that. And you know that scripture you just read here too, from First um, Timothy six. It just talks about um, people who want to get rich fall into temptation. Well, mm-hmm. I would say most of us, if we're really honest with ourselves, do want to get rich. At mm-hmm. some level, we would pursue that. It's some place in our thinking around that whole process. And yet, how does it line up with the word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, how does my the record that I'm listening to all the time and we, how we developed it and, and what played into that formation of that? And then, how do I my behaviors demonstrate whether I'm pursuing God in that or following mm-hmm. the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I when we talk about communication in our seminars, we talk about, okay, you, it's what you're talking to yourself about, what you're talking to the Lord about, and then whether it's your spouse or your children or your community, whether you're single or not, there's three mm-hmm. three places where we're talking about money. And, it's, and when we say talking to the Lord about it, it's not begging Him for more stuff. Yes. It, it's, uh, Lord, what do I do? You know, in mm-hmm. our day, when, when, what's that? That statistic, uh, for every $100 we earn, we owe 180 Is that? 171 I think it is now. It's 180 Yeah, it's 180 It's up. Yeah. So, so when we have that stress, mm-hmm. and I think that's what's difficult, you know, how do you, when you're stressed, and I get the stress, I, I get what that looks like, how do you talk through this volatile issue if you've never talked about it before and i guess that's what we're trying to say you you lay some ground rules you talk to the lord about it you you just cry out for help and you find out what god's saying in his word but i like what does a, a woman or a man do who just they're married to somebody that or they know someone who's being self-destructive mm-hmm. in their family how do you how do you bring up the topic without them getting defensive? Like these are, it's not easy. Right. I mean, when they come to our office, we're assuming they want to talk about money. Yeah, but right. sometimes I was just going to say, yeah, you know, <laughs> better just come to the come to the office and and we can you know spill the beans and and talk about it. And because, sometimes you've had bills uh, being spilled that hadn't yet been spilled in front yeah. of you. Yep. Right. Couples are like, well, here's. Because there's a third party mm-hmm. that's a nice little bit safer. yeah safer, yeah. and you know what? That's not a bad idea either, if you can find someone you trust. And then other times, I I see some people and I see them struggling. It's like, Lord, I have to go back to the Lord. And say, Lord, is there is there something I should be saying right. to even open up the discussion right. and ask a question that is, you know, not acute accusatory mm-hmm. and that would just kind of engage them kind of even if I share a story about you know God speaking to me and having to deal with some issues I, mm-hmm. I, I wrestle with that sometimes and sometimes I say Lord open the door right yeah I mean I, that's, that's a huge you know there's wisdom there and, and, and that's I think one of the biggest challenges personally that I see is as you look around and maybe that's because of, of what we do all day you see people struggling and my heart just goes out and you're going I, I somehow want to help and that help starts with a conversation it starts with you know often my start is so you know how are you doing and then it's the the good yeah I'm good and I'm like no 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 like how are you really doing like 
really are you really good <laughs> and, and pushing through that a little bit to to get to the the real stuff that's going on to say okay you know i do care and and my heart is uh, again for you and for your your family when i see just some struggles around the finances and saying how, how can i help like what can we do right um, and i guess that's a piece of advice for people who see the trouble and if you're coming to someone who's in trouble, but you're coming with a bit of judgment or you have an answer, you might not want to go to them mm-hmm. until you understand that you can have compassion. Like sometimes you go to someone with compassion, but then it comes out like you've judged them and you've got the answer. I'm just, I come from a European family and we can easily come across that way. I don't know about your Dutch family, David. No, but I- <laughs> I've been on a learning curve you know what you don't know people's stories you don't know why they've gotten yeah, there yeah, yeah sometimes you make stupid decisions but then you ask yourself haven't you made like haven't I made a stupid decision haven't I done something of course we have and we have to put ourselves in their shoes and that's that's why I mean we've heard stories of of um, people coming in judgment to mm-hmm. others mm-hmm. and then it shuts it shuts it down yeah, and it, that's not helpful and but how do you then we need to be praying the pe- when we see someone in hurting you know you you leave your judgments at the door and say mm-hmm. okay father show me what's going on in this person's life and is there something i could say or do mm-hmm. sometimes there might be an answer that he'll open up right that open door well i think it's like any aspect of our life, our discipleship journey is we're all on a journey. So mm-hmm. we all kind of bounce in different times and different areas and other times we nail it right. Mm-hmm. Um, but recognizing that we're all growing in maturing and money, how we manage money is just one of those areas. Yeah, and you know, maybe the uh, as we're talking about that whole um, picture of the journey, I've always thought, you know, it's just us walking beside each other mm-hmm. so i'm walking mm-hmm. beside reb or i'm walking beside you ray and and in a sense you know the hope is is that as we journey along as we walk in this financial journey if i happen to see something coming down the road and and again you know use that picture if we're walking down a street ray and i side by side and he goes to step into the street and there's a bus coming well I grab him by the arm and yank him back because I saw the bus coming mm-hmm. and maybe Ray didn't see that. And, you know, we would say, well, thank you that you did that. Well, now put money in that picture and say, you know, we're walking down the street together and I see yeah, maybe a something that's going to tempt you to spend money you don't have. And I say, oh, you probably better not do that. I don't usually get the thank you, right? It's not the same, <laughs> not the same way. But but Maybe the heart is still true. the same, yes, right? right? And and that I, I think that's yeah. part of it is is you know for and Ray, you would do the same for me. It's not that I'm better or see something different. Mm-hmm. That we we just know each other, and, and again, that you know what tempts me, or mm-hmm. you know when we're walking by a certain store that you'd be like, Dave, no, nah, you're not going in there because. We've talked about this, right? So, you know, that idea of walking together in a journey and being able mm-hmm. to just walk together and recognizing that there's, there's sometimes where I'm not going to see the bus coming, mm-hmm. and Ray, you yeah. will. And mm-hmm. there's sometimes where I'll see the bus coming. And, and again, how we react to that, uh, I hope is out of care, and I hope is out of concern, and I hope is, is out of goodness. Because, again, that's, that's what the Father is certainly mm-hmm. 
that's his attitude and, and his focus on me. And as we walk this out, I'll tell you what you need to know day by day, right? And we, that translates in our world as making every spending decision a spiritual one. You know, Father, yeah. okay, we're going to spend some money today. Let's make sure it, it's the way you want us to spend it. Yeah, this whole topic, I my brain's going a million different places, you know. <laughs> well, we've I, only got like, I, I don't know, a I million know different. Uh, I, yeah, I know, right. it, because, and Dan's like, there's only five minutes, don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks, Dan. Um, I guess I there are people that you will come up against or you have concern and you approach them and you, because we get sometimes calls from parents about mm-hmm. their children mm-hmm. and they're just not there already. And how do you, ha- like, this is just hard. We, we're we just having this conversation today. We don't have a, a hard and fast rules about how to talk mm-hmm. to people because sometimes people are just resistant. Mm-hmm. People yes. don't want to change and you know it, but then that's when I'd say then start talking to the Lord more fervently about that, mm-hmm. that concern you have for your child or for your friend or your neighbor mm-hmm. because God answers prayer and he, he might not do it in the next week, but he might. Mm-hmm. He might. He might not, you know, and and he just he doesn't want us abandoning people on the road, no. right? So, which is so often to do well, they're just sabotaging themselves. So we're just gonna be out of here. And yeah, sometimes you have to let them walk out that journey uh, without rescuing them. But it doesn't mean that you stop praying for them or stop caring or loving. Mm-hmm. And that that's just a that's a hard place, you know, because sometimes people are married, their spouses like that, or mm-hmm. or they're spending in ways and it, it's hurting their marriage. Like we've seen that it's painful. And, and uh, what to me, prayer is the only thing. So if, if you have a friend or, uh, who, who says, my husband or my wife just isn't getting it and I want to get my finances right, then grab a hold of their hand and pray for the situation because God can soften people and he can lead in ways that we can't Mm -hmm. imagine. And to me, that's the answer because the freedom, like we always talk about, is in Christ because of what Jesus has done. You know, I was just reading it. It's such a in First um, Corinthians, you know, the message of the gospel is the power of God, and that's that's what we bring into a situation through our prayers. Mm-hmm. We say, "Lord, yeah. reveal the message of freedom in this situation to people in their finances," and we can pray with one another and encourage one another. That's part of the conversation. Right, so you're saying we start our financial dates. By praying. Prayer. Well, that and, would be really, really awesome. We and can't always say we do that. I, no, you we, know. Well, we just usually jump right into I it because, well, you know, we're so holy. Oh, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. And on that bombshell. Um, yeah, okay. As Ray and I close our Bibles, <laughs> watch for lightning. So the lightning has struck the studio. <laughs> if you're hearing this, we're not sure how, right? Yes. So, mm, uh, but, but, you know, just to share... Friends of ours were looking at buying another house. Mm-hmm. I was like, Lord, that would not be in their dis- wise decision at this season of their life mm-hmm. in the later years to go and buy and get on to major debt mm-hmm. when they don't even have any retirement funds right. yet. And so we just prayed. And you know what? They made the decision. It, everything and didn't fell have through. To say anything. We didn't have to say anything. The whole thing fell through. And it was like suddenly realized this is not where they wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, Lord, thank you. Yeah, so sometimes you don't have to say anything, nope. but you press into the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, well, neat. 
And sometimes those disappointments are the Lord actually just protecting us, right? I mean, how many times haven't we, oh, I missed that, and then we find out that, boy, that was really glad that I missed that because you kind of see something happen. So, yeah. Okay, well, let's wrap up. I mean, we're into the show. How do we start a conversation around money if you, you aren't? If you haven't got it by now, you're going to have to reverse and listen to the show again. And you can do that on morethanenough.ca or chri.ca. And again, if you can't find Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb on your favorite podcasting platform, then let us know at morethanenough.ca and, and we'll see about getting it on there. And a final thank you to the people at Crosspoint and Brent Vandermeer. And just, uh, again, Brent's whole goal uh, is to help their clients find purpose uh, around their wealth. So, Ray, would you just pray us out there? Father, we thank you for this conversation that we've had today. We pray, Lord, for every um, person listening, Lord, that you would help them in their own financial discipleship journey the struggles, the issues they're working through, even talking to their spouse or family members or loved ones or pastor. Lord, would you help them as they seek you to have the words to initiate the conversation and the knowing the right time and how to present those things. And Lord, we thank you for strengthening and helping them on their journey. And we just bless you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks. And let's uh, join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.